Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I am going to be addressing the issue or question of does running burn or build muscle? So this question has come up several times, and I hear people blanket answering or thinking they have the answer to this question, and I thought I would put a stop to all of this nonsense, which is actually an it depends answer. So like my good friend Menachem Brody says, it depends. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to get in. We're going to dig deep so that you have the information on whether or not your running is going to be building you or burning you muscles. And it becomes pretty clear once we get into it. Before we jump into that, this podcast is brought to you by the Get Better Project. The Get Better Project is my daily online workout program that has full gym, no gym, and kettlebell dumbbell workouts. So you have all of the options. In fact, I'm actually headed out on a trip to Israel and Italy for a few weeks tomorrow. So once you listen to this, I will be in one of those places. And I am going to be doing the workouts probably body body weight workouts because I'm not bringing any of my equipment on the plane with me that I have in the van. So that means that there will be times when we don't have a gym and I'll be doing these exact body weight workouts and you'll be able to see that you can stay in great shape with just a few body weight workouts. If you'd like to get started with the Get Better Project, head over to getbetterproject.com slash better. And get yourself started today. There's also an option for me to be your nutrition coach if you want to add that onto the program. So you get daily workouts, you get nutrition, you get into the Get Better Project, which is an incredibly awesome supportive group. We actually just started using SugarWad to do to deliver the workouts. So we have SugarWad. You get into our Facebook group where we have trainings, we do video reviews, we give all kinds of fun tips and tricks. And it's not only me, there's a couple of other coaches that you get when you sign up for the Get Better Project. It's all about getting better, right? Yeah. Okay, so go over to getbetterproject.com if you would like to check that out. We'd love to have you. Let's dive into this. Does running burn or build muscle? Yeah, so the answer is it depends. It's a great question though because a lot of people do have this question and they are misinformed because of the magazines and whatnot. But the the true answer to this question is it really depends on what type of running you're doing. So running could encompass many different things, right? You could do fast running, slow running, in between running. So I want you to visualize this. Think of a marathon runner first or an ultra marathon runner or, you know, when you see like the Boston Marathon or the marathon in the Olympics, visualize, think about what one of those runners looks like, okay? Do they look big and bulky? No, they don't at all. I mean, it's not to say that you will not see some marathon runners that look muscular. They're just not the best marathon runners that look muscular. (laughs) And then think of Olympic distance sprinters or people that do explosive running. And do they, what do they look like? They are more muscular, bigger people, bigger muscles. Usually even their arms look muscular. They've got this build that is a little bit more like a bodybuilder even, not like a, a 
a steroided up bodybuilder, but a natural bodybuilder. You know, they look really lean, ripped. They've got that type of physique. So you could put the marathon runner next to the sprinter and you would see a distinct difference. But they are both running. So that's why when people say something like, does running burn or build muscle? It depends on the type of running that you're doing. Now, we, we're going to get into talking about how you could do different types of running and build different types of muscle. So you have to think about it like that. Your muscle doesn't know what it's doing, all right? It's just contracting and relaxing. It's not like saying, oh, we're going to go out and go for a run. It, it does know the patterns based of our brain giving signals to the muscles to do what we want them to do, but the muscles themselves are just big, dumb pieces of meat that contract or relax, contract or relax. It doesn't know if I'm doing a bicep flex or if I'm actually pulling something, you know, up to my face and my bicep is the thing that is using that or that is doing that, excuse me. So same thing with running. We can look at running from the standpoint of if I'm going to be a extra fast, super hard sprinter, the muscles need to contract really explosive and fast. And if I'm going to be a long distance runner, those muscles need to contract slowly so that they can sustain that time or distance without stopping. And then if we're the sprinter type of person, those types of contractions that are done really quickly, really explosively, and cannot be sustained for a longer period of time are going to cause the stimulus that will build muscle in most people. There's always a little genetic factor that we have to think about here. But in most people, if that particular runner wanted to try and build muscle with running and they did explosive sprinting style movements, it would be a stimulus that would build muscle in most people and depending on, obviously, the genetic potential. Whereas if you were to do longer distance running, the contractions that are required for that to sustain you over that period of time will not cause the stimulus that will cause larger muscles or muscle building. The other question is, will it burn muscle? Well, it could. I mean, if, you, if, you're, doing the, if you're the sprinter or the, the explosive movement, you're probably not going to burn muscle unless you are at a strict caloric deficit. So your body is going to be eating up that muscle for energy. And it's still kind of the same thing when you're going long and slow. So if you're going to be a marathon runner and your body is still going to, it's going to be burning a whole bunch of calories. So it's probably going to be at a caloric deficit. You could theoretically eat enough to sustain that, but the body is going to do or move towards what it's What's going to make it easier on itself? That's how we've, how we or you know our human race has survived for so long. Is the body is always trying to make it easier on itself. So if it's going to be handling heavy loads really quickly, explosively, it creates stronger, bigger muscles. If it's going to have to move itself over a very long distance for a long time, it makes more sense for it to get really good at using the energy system, such as oxygen and being smaller and lighter, just for survival, right? Because if you're really big and it's going to take a lot more energy for you to move across 26.2 miles or a marathon, it's going to be harder on your body. So you train in that way and the body will adapt to make you better at that particular thing. 
conversely, if you train sprinting or something like that, the body will get more explosive and it won't need to sustain itself for that long. So it could build bigger muscles, could allow harder contractions, which can in turn make it easier on itself. That makes sense? It, it, once you break it down like that, for me at least, it makes a lot of sense because the body is constantly just trying to make it easier on itself, which is why something like CrossFit is so so brilliant because of the constantly varied movements. The body is always trying to adapt, and that's why you see such great results in that type of program because the body is adapting constantly. It doesn't get good at any particular thing. And we're always pushing it to the next limit. So it's constantly trying to adapt. And as long as you have the recovery and you have the food or the nutrients there to build up and to get better in all those areas, then it's going to get better. And it's going to constantly be trying to make these movements and everything easier on itself and adapting constantly. Okay, so let's say that you are the type of runner that wants to build muscle while running. Some of the activities that you may consider doing are sprinting hard for like 100 to 400 meters, okay? So it's going to be, and it's going to differ per person, right? It's going to be all-out efforts that are usually going to be around a minute, let's say. They could, you know, potentially be up to two minutes or down to 30 seconds or 15 seconds even. Like I said, everybody's going to be a little bit different. It's kind of like when you're trying to be a bodybuilder and build big muscles. Everyone reacts to a little bit different stimulus, even though we, you know, the science shows that eight to 12 repetitions are the ideal number and, you know, four seconds down, two seconds bottom, two seconds back up. The 422 method is has been shown. Everybody still adapts a little bit differently. So it's not going to be completely across the board, but you can pretty much say that if you're going to be using explosive efforts for longer than probably like 12 seconds, then you're going to most likely create a stimulus for building some muscle from running or pretty much anything else, right? So the muscles, like we said, they don't really know. You will be building muscle in the movements or the the muscles that you are using and strength in the range of motion that you're using. You need to keep that in mind. So that's why a lot of times runners are not very flexible because they've created strength in those particular movement patterns and the body has gotten really good at using just that movement pattern, okay? Every once in a while you'll see someone that is flexible, but a lot of times you'll see these really fast runners that are only about as flexible as the range of motion that they're using for their particular sport and that actually helps them out. We get deeper into that by talking about the stretch reflex and Golgi tendon organs and all that fun stuff, but that's for another discussion. So also, if you wanted to build muscle while running, think about doing some hill sprints or some sled pushes. And I put sled pushes in there because it's like adding resistance to your running. So you're pushing something explosively um, as pretty much as fast as you can and creating that stimulus for the muscles to be built up stronger, bigger, faster, all that fun stuff. Then... Conversely, if you wanted to avoid building muscle or now we didn't talk about different muscular types here and I don't want to dive too much into that because I don't think that most people are really interested in getting into all the science so much. They just want to know what things will build muscle, what things will will burn muscle, how to get better at running fast, slow, that type of stuff. 
So if you wanted to avoid building muscle or get that quote unquote marathon runner's physique, if you will, which people look at it like long and lean. Let me tell you though, the muscles don't change the way that they look. They either get bigger or smaller and your genetics are going to determine how those particular things look. Training to have long lean muscles is just not a thing. It's just that your muscles are not as big and you have less body fat and that's what people are looking at. So you're skinny and you don't have very much body fat. That is the quote-unquote long, lean look, where if you want to look more muscular, you just add more muscle and also have low body fat. Or you'd be pretty surprised, too, at how little muscle you would need with low body fat to look big. It's quite the illusion. It's pretty interesting how that works. So if you wanted to have the avoiding building muscle or be good at running or, or look long and lean type of person, then you would run slower longer distances, all right? Because that's going to do a couple of things. It's not going to cause a stimulus to build the bigger muscles. The body's going to try and adapt, making itself lighter, as well as burning more body fat. So you're probably going to be at a caloric deficit unless you're eating like a pig, which can happen. I've seen some really overweight iron men, and I couldn't believe it. How they, I can't figure out how they do it. Um, but they're basically just causing, they're doing everything they can to have their body store body fat as they're doing their, their sport, which is... Man, it's hard to do. It's, it's harder than the people that are actually having good results. But you, anyway, you're causing that adaptation of your body getting better at burning oxygen. It's do it using a muscle fiber, fiber type that is good for being small and using oxygen rather than being big and using carbohydrates. So you would just go longer, right? And think about... I don't know, you know, you probably only have to go about 10 minutes or so or even shorter than that, five minutes in order to cause that type of stimulus, but it's not going to get you very far. So usually when I start people out on a running program, as long as they're using very good form, which form is always paramount, you're going to get better results if your body is moving better, even from the very start. So if you, if you haven't had a running coach or if you haven't at least looked at videos and then tried to model that so that your body is moving well, do it. Don't just go out and run and ruin yourself and then say that, oh, running didn't work for me. It's because, well, no kid, kidding that didn't work for you. You didn't put any time or effort into actually learning how to do it. It's not something that is necessarily natural for a human being um, with the exception of maybe kids. I mean, kids seem to do pretty well with it, but we unlearn how to run well. Maybe it's from Nike or whoever so throws up those commercials that actually have unrealistic looking runners um, because having done a running model shoot before, they do not want you to run in an efficient way for the, the photo shoots or the videos because it's not what looks good on camera. Weird, right? Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, so, yep, if you want to build muscle with running, go fast, explosive, short distance. If you want to have long, lean look and get body good at endurance and using oxygen, um, then go long, slow distances, ideally like 20 minutes plus, usually with very good technique. And then if you want to have both, do both both, right? Um, have the best of both worlds. That's how I like to train. I like my body to be ready for anything. So if I want to go out and run a 20 mile plus race or just a fun run, 
around Bryce Canyon like I did recently, then I can do it. And if I want to go lift some really heavy weights, like I was doing, you know, multiple sets of 315 deadlifts for high reps the other day, I can do it. Or, you know, I can go and do a one rep snatch. So varying all those things gets your body really ready for a lot of different activities. It's always trying to make things easier on itself, like we talked about. So I I like to have a broad range of a bunch of different things, like the CrossFit principles. What do you know? What do you know? So there you have it. If you have any questions about this or you need me to answer anything that I didn't include in here, if it was too broad for you, not specific enough, I'd love to answer your questions or record another podcast on that specific deep dive into the topic that you're interested in. Just let me know. I love it when you put those comments into the show notes page on my blog, which for this one is going to be allaroundjoe.com slash 194. So if you go to allaroundjoe.com slash 194, you'll find all the show notes for this particular episode. And there's a comment section down below. You can just throw your comments there. Or if you don't like commenting like that, then you can uh, send me a message on uh, Instagram, Twitter, or an email at joe at allaroundjoe.com. So there you have it, guys. Hit me up if you need anything. Last last thing, um, if you're not ready to sign up for the Get Better Project quite yet, but you would like to try out some of our workouts, we're posting our workouts on Wednesday. So there's a workout Wednesday that we're posting every Wednesday that you can get a free workout from the Get Better Project. Just head over to my Instagram channel. You can go to the underscore Get Better Project on Instagram. And you will see our free workout Wednesday. Every Wednesday morning, post that thing up. Give it a shot. Let me know. Then if you're if and when you're ready, if you ever decide to, you can join up the program and get the workouts every single day. All right, that was at go to Instagram, the Get Better Project. The handle is actually the underscore Get Better Project on Instagram. And let me know if you have any questions. Hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and weekend. And I will talk to you very soon. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.